City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. Oh yeah, I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. We're talking about the N-word. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, Google Plus, and on Instagram, at Lisa Evers Live. We're streaming this show around the world on hot97.com, live, live, live. So wherever you are, you can call in at 1-800-223-9797. Now's a good time to text your family and friends. Tell them to tune in because this is a show, let me tell you something, everyone's talking about and everyone's going to be talking about. I'm going to open up the phone lines right away, 1-800-223-9797. I know everyone has a lot to say on this because people have been pulling me aside for the last couple of weeks, when are you going to do a show on the N-word? When are you going to do a show on this? And uh, that's what we're doing right now. A question for you. Is it time to delete the N-word from everyone's vocabulary? Is it time to just say, okay, let's everybody stop using it? Or do we say the flip of that? Okay, everybody, it's okay to use it, depending on how you use it. Call us and let you let us know what you think. one 800 223 9797. That's 1 800 223 9797. Do you think it's time to ban the N word? Should everyone just stop using it? Period. End of story. No matter who you are, no matter what you look like, no matter where you came from, just shut it down. 1 800 223 9797. That's 1 800 223 9797. Our producer Angelique is on the phones right now, so give us a call. 1 800 223 9797. Now, one of the reasons that everyone's been talking to me and saying, hey, you got to do this M word show, it is in the news again and again and again. Recently, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Riley Cooper, he got in trouble for using it at a country music concert. Then he had to go for racial sensitivity training. (laughs) We weren't able to find out (laughs) what racial sensitivity training is. We kind of want to, if anybody knows about that, give us a call. 1-800-223-9797. We're trying to figure out how they uh, give you racial sensitivity when you feel like you can use that word. Um, Oprah came out and said she could not be friends with anyone who used the N-word. Now, this happened after her Color Purple co-star Ray Dawn Chong said that years ago, Oprah would have been considered a, quote, Mm -hmm. field N, end quote. All right, so that's kind of crazy. Now, in spite of these controversies, oh, and of course, let me not forget Paula Deen, because remember what happened to Paula Mm -hmm. Deen? She got shut down. I mean, her using the N-word... And a few other things that came out, but, but that basically got cost her literally millions of dollars Good. in endorsement tr- uh, yeah. contracts Good. and her that's TV they, shows. Now that's cookie crumbles. That's one. That's one side of the N word controversy. Now in hip hop, it's a whole different story. Rappers still seem to love it, but with the hip hop culture, <clears throat> it's true. The songs come out. The N word is there. It's mm-hmm. it's used. We hear it on the streets all the time. Very common for people to use it among among friends. It's kind of like, you know, hey, you're my homie, term of endearment. But with the hip-hop culture now being multiracial, multi-ethnic, and international, who decides who in hip-hop can use it? Is it okay? Who is it not okay? If you're half black and half white, is it okay? If you're half Latino and half black, is it okay? If you're half Asian and half white, is that okay? If you're a hip-hop head? We're just asking these questions because mm-hmm. these are questions everyone's asking about, especially for, for our listeners in their early teens. It's a whole different ball game. Let us know what you think. 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Is it time 
to ban the n-word altogether joining us is hakeem green from the rap group channel live he's going to he has a new uh, rap about the origin of the n-word he also teaches he's continuing his teaching and now at the harlem children's zone hakeem thanks for being with us we thank appreciate you for having it. me appreciate it being also with us is Jesse Martin. He's a biomedical engineer, a stand-up comic, and from a very diverse background, which we're going to hear about. Jesse, thank you for being with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you. We appreciate it. Also with us is Rashid Precise Littlejohn. He's an artist and hip-hop activist. He's out in the schools talking with the young people. Precise, thanks for being with us. Happy we appreciate it. And also with us is Mara. She's a, um, a syndicated entertainment writer. Thank you for being with us, Mara. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. And joining us on the phone, Dr. Mara. Mark Nason. He's the chair of the African American Studies Department at Fordham University. And Dr. Nason, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, I'm so glad to be part of this. Well, we're glad to have you because how about a little history on this? The the N-word today, is it or is it not the same as the N-word that was the racial slur? Um, It's used in two contexts. Historically, the N-word was a way, not so much during slavery, but at the turn of the 20th century, during the Jim Crow years, the lynching years, for whites who were trying to prevent blacks from achieving full citizenship to show total contempt and disrespect. So in, mm. in the southern states, you were not allowed to call people by as, as Negro, you use the N-word or something slightly uh, less pejorative, but with the symbol, this is a way of assigning black people to lower status in the United States. It's, it's a word that's associated with lynching, denial of citizenship. Um, and now, what, what about today, the way, the way it's used commonly today? Um, I, I, that's a totally different thing, because what, what happened in, you know, from after the civil rights movement succeeded and then into uh, the hip-hop culture is it became a term to say my homie, my friend, crossing um, ethnic lines in the city. But I still think that in spite of the normalization, a white person should never use this word. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never because of its historic you know, associations. Okay, but I what about but what about our in our society today? There are many people of mixed race and mixed ethnicity. How do you decide? Look at our president, President Obama, is half black and half white. Can he use the N word? Half the time. <laughs> half the time. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I, I mean, the, your other guests can answer that better than. All right, than well, I okay, we'll take you off the hook on that one. But I, I keep. Well, go ahead, Professor. Yeah, let me just say one thing because I'm a, a white scholar who teaches black studies. I've also been a coach um, and youth worker. I've been called the N word. That N is dirty and mad strong during a basketball game. But I will net. But if the minute I use it. My credibility is shot. And the same with the Philadelphia Eagles football player. Yes. That's the reality in our world, and young people need to know that. All right, let's go. Hakeem Green, uh, Channel Live, teacher, yes, educator, yes, yes, and we're, yes, yes. What's, your, what's your thoughts on this? All right, well, you know, everybody's familiar with the record Madism that I put out back in 1994. What most people aren't familiar with is a record that Channel Live did called Cause and Effect, which was about not using the N-word. Now, when I was a teacher from 90 to 94... Um, I would not use the word. I, I wouldn't use the word for 10 years, right? Because of my conditioning through my, you know, studying history, specifically slavery. 
as the professor said. But then around 2000, 2001, I started doing a little bit more research, going a lot deeper into the origins of the word, and found out that the word, the N-word, um, is um, an, a very ancient word that generally means king, most high, God, light. In Vietnamese, N-G-A means light. Naga means serp serpent kings. Ingu, Inga, Egyptian words, king and queen. Negus, N-E-G-U-S, Ethiopian word, means king. Vowels don't count language. They just demark accent. So when you take the vowels away, all those words essentially mean the same thing. Now, the doctor, the professor noted that white people's perception of who we are is what's the controlling thing. The Paula Dean thing is not so much that she used the N-word, is that she said she wanted to see us as slaves serving her dinner parties. That means she sees us lower than whites. That's the issue. It's not necessarily the word itself. The word itself. So you've changed your you've changed oh, just yeah, your uh, viewpoint on the word. Totally a bit. changed. Totally changed my viewpoint. Now, you think uh, it can be used in? A, do you really think it can be used in an empowering way? Yes, I do. Because once you understand the origin of the, we should always get to the origin of things. And when you understand the origin of a thing, and you inspire people to embody that, then the negativity <laughs> goes away. You see, our reality is controlled by words. Words define how you see yourself, how you see the world around you. The person controlling your language, the people who control your language, control how you see yourself. All right, we're going to talk about this origins business in a minute. But Jesse Martin, what's your take on this? So that's actually funny that you should say that because um, while I do, I'm fascinated and support all of that, there's one thing that I, I, I do feel that we're being denied um, is the ability to take off the victim's shoes. When you get off in the morning, when you get up in the morning, if you're putting on this, this outfit, this suit, and you're making all your decisions from within there, it's like you said, like, Paula Dean thinking that we're less, I couldn't care less, because as far as I'm concerned, she's some... Can I say the C word? She's just no, 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 no. She's <laughs> not, a, not a nine o'clock on a Sunday morning. Well, in other words, she's no, some, no slur she's words of any kind. With a, she's a redneck with a, a, a deep love of butter, and uh, you know that means nothing to me. At some point in time, you have to stop and you have to say like. So you're saying the the use of the N word, the continued use of the N word, is is part of a victimology mentality? No. What is that I'm what you're saying? What I'm saying is the, is the continue. I think we're ultimately saying the same thing, is that we have to find a way, whatever that is, whether it's studying the origin or whether it's just learning to not care, we have to find a way to take away the pain. Oh, it's, it, I say that right in the song. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm, as a, as a mixed person, like, tell, I can tell, tell you Can you right tell now, our audience I've a little been, bit about your background? I've been, I'm black, Native American, Russian, Lithuanian, raised Jewish. I've literally been insulted for my background by every person in my background <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> and that's funny. It's like I have a strange relationship with the N-word because my dad's been calling me the N-word since I was five. And it's always been sort of like... Hey, little N. Yeah, exactly. Like, Get over or, here. Or like, Clean up your you, room. You know, you freaking N. Or like, that's my N. You know what I mean? And, and, and how I do you can, feel about that? I think it basically... I, I've ultimately come to the conclusion that you have to deal with it on a case-by-case -case basis. If you're going to say, so, if you want to be risque, if you want to use these words that could possibly get somebody upset, you need to be ready to face the consequences. All right, yeah. I got to let Precise That's jump right. in. He looks like he's about ready to jump out of oh, yeah. sneakers here. I mean, <laughs> I just personally believe that the N-word should never be eliminated. I feel that it represents 
what happened to black Americans on this soil. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're even taught that history enough in school. Ooh. So if you take that word out, then to me, I honestly think they're going to sweep it under the rug like they yeah. swept what happened to yeah. the Native Americans. And it's like, like what's Huckleberry the word Finn. that identifies you to their struggle and what they went through? <laughs> I think I also think that there's only one conversation in the N-word that needs to happen. It's between black people of old generation yes. and black people of new generation. Because there's definitely Plus, a generational divide. There's a generational difference. Yes. Mara, what about the what do you see about this? Is, is this because some people make the argument they go, this is like the 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 LBGTA. Oh God, I'm, I need another <laughs> cup of coffee. I'm thinking MTA. The the lesbian and gay community. The lesbian. And, I'm so sorry. The lesbian and gay community taking the word queer and right then on. kind of empowering themselves and using it themselves instead of you you know because people had used it as a slur against them. Mm-hmm. Some people say that's the way the n-word is being used in our culture especially our hip-hop culture now what do you think about that um well i just want to kind of piggyback off what he was saying um one of the reasons why i don't use n-words for i'm from the south okay my parents are both in their 60s they were raised during the peak of the civil rights movement so in their mind that word will never have a positive mm-hmm. meaning behind it you ever know what I'm saying ever I mean, to this day, when you around my parents and someone says the N-word, they have a pained expression on their face. Almost like they're having flashbacks of being called that by, you know, whites, of course, in a disparaging way because no one was using it as a term of endearment mm-hmm. back when they were growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, that word will never be okay. I respect what everyone's saying about the history or whatnot. And I do agree with what you said that it should be a conversation between older blacks and younger blacks because younger blacks, I have to say, they're ignorant of the background of the word. Mm. I want to say, you think so? You think people are? I think a lot of them are because just the other day I mentor kids I know you said you were um, worked as a teacher I mentor kids here in New York City and just the other day I was sitting with some of them watching the movie 42 and I forgot how the subject came up I think it was a scene in a film where I don't know exactly how it came up but the conversation of lynching came up mm-hmm. they didn't even know what lynching was huh. and I, I was I like I have a question and then what What exactly yeah. the, the, okay 1-800-223-9797 in, in teaching our history do we start at slavery or do we go beyond it I think we go you start before it. and go beyond yeah, it. Yeah, so, all right, look, that's, that's another question, but let, let me get to the phones because the phone lines are, are going crazy. 1-800-223-9797. And let's go to uh, Mike from Queens right now. Mike, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hello? Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Um, yeah, I just think that um, that you should make a... we got to realize that the, the old word or the way the older people see the word it's not the same as the young people today. A lot of them, like like the lady just said, they don't even remember or know what lynching is. So, I, I two different words. They leave the er off. It's nigga with an a. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's not and just to all the just callers. The let's N-word. not use the. We everybody knows what the n word is. Everybody knows how it's spelled. All the versions. We just can't use it on the air. Okay, please. Let's go to uh, let's go to Jerome from uh, Jersey right now. Jerome, hi. You're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yeah, how you doing? All right, how are um, you? I'm from Jersey. All right, yeah, but Jersey um, anyway. <laughs> Go Jersey. Uh, my thing is that I think that we need to stop giving the N-word so much power, right and that's on. the problem. You know, yeah. just like you said about being a victim. We're not victims, and we shouldn't allow us to be victims. Hell yeah. You know, if we keep on allowing people to use that word against us, then it's always going to have power. We don't need to get rid of it. We just need to stop recognizing the power that it has over a generation that is not here anymore or is getting older. This new generation needs to accept that they are not the N-word. They are men and women of all races and creeds, and 
they should be able to look past that word and go on with their lives. I mean, well, yes, we had right, civil, Go ahead, finish your thought. I'm sorry. We had civil rights movements and all of that, and I understand, and that was a very bad time. But now that we're trying to move past it, we're never going to get past anything if we keep on automatically shooting right back to, oh, well, somebody said the N-word the other day, you know, hmm. that I think that person should be fined a million dollars. Or, oh, that person said the N-word the other day, I think that person should be locked up for it. We're never going to make it anywhere if we don't start trying to build on something other than the disrespect that we had right a, a hundred years ago or 60 years ago. Okay, right. Jer- Jerome, thank you very much for the call. What about that, Jesse? You want to well, say something? There's a, uh, uh, just, just a couple of things. One, like I agree, but the, the real reason why I agree isn't because I think that th- there's morality and then there's what is, right? There's how we want things to be and then there's how things are going to be. You're never going to get rid of a word. And by trying to get rid of a word, people are ju- you're going to face resistance. Even if it's a couple of people, there's still going to be people that resist it. I think the real thing is that, like, it's like he said, you have to find a way, and it's hard. For me, the thing that worked the most is whenever somebody's called me the N-word, the first thing I do is I just start tearing into them. I'm like, really? That's all you could come up with? You're sitting over there grilling me for, like, five minutes, and the one thing you can come up with is this you know, lack of creativity, like, could make fun of me because, you know, you I couldn't come up with something. I just turn it on them. You know, like, you, it's not an easy thing. Sometimes, you know, it's just somebody's disrespected you. Exactly. Let's go and to Jay. Just, from, sometimes you can't do anything about it. Jay from Brooklyn right now. Jay, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Uh, first off, distinguished panel. Wow. Uh, I love the diversity and I uh, also want to say good morning to you. Mrs. Evers, uh, we, Thank you. we met We met once. Uh, I'm a police officer in New York City. We met once around 9-11, and uh, I just want to say thank you for your words that day. You know, what goes around comes around, and it, I just wanted to say about the word, uh, being a police officer, and I've been one for 16 years, I didn't use it before I became a police officer, and I definitely don't use it now. I... I call everybody brother because I've, I've had a unique experience where I've seen everybody and really harsh situations come together and act as one. But I also don't use that word because I know for a fact that that was the last word that certain young black men heard before it was over. And they didn't hear it as a term of endearment. Mm-hmm. They heard it dripped in hate and animosity and I don't believe in empowering the word, uh, but the word is powerful. The word has a very ugly, bloody history. And I, I feel, especially for our younger generation, if you don't know the background of something, if you don't know the power of something, then you shouldn't be playing with it. Mm-hmm. If, you don't know a, if you don't know a gun is loaded, you shouldn't be playing with it. It's, it's not just a flippant word. It has... Can I? It has meaning. It has. Yeah. Meaning. Also, you know, we, again, I, I keep stressing we, we should really look beyond slavery at our history because, you know, <clears throat> slavery was, you know, 300, 400 years in, in a point of time. But our history is hundreds of thousands of years old. Right. So we saw ourselves in a certain way for hundreds of thousands of years. Right. I shared some information with the panel um, in terms of the origin of the word NGS, no vowels. Um, in Hebrew, NGS means to collect offerings, forced to work, slave driver, tyrant, ruling body. Arabic. Well, that's not exactly positive. Right, but. Well, ruling body. Uh, I'd rather be the ruling body than the slave. Um, epigraphic South Arabian NGS to impose tribute, king's title. Geese, negus, means king. 
Tegre, Naga, Nagza, to be the king. The word king itself comes from the word Kuliga. Okay, but Hakeem, how many people know that? Precise, what about that? And Jay, and Jay thanks, I mean, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. History that we're going through. I think you're trying to make it a beautiful word, though. No, I'm not trying to make it a beautiful word. Isn't this like, this is what it is. No, but yeah, words, when it's having that conversation, when they're using that, that word. That was no, what it, it meant. No, you know what is it? Is this like spraying Lysol and something that smells? If you go to Germany, you call somebody a swatzer, black, they'll cuss you out. That's not a nice thing to call somebody. If you look, pick up the dictionary and look up the word black in the dictionary and you tell me if that's a nice thing to be. I don't know. Precise, what do you think about but this? I, Are people using think, it on the streets thinking about the history? Once we get into that conversation, it starts to difficult things and we start to get into the circle talk. I agree with That's everything they're saying, but I do believe that we're talking about the way that white people use the N-word to, towards us in Whoa. this country. Whoa, Not, Whoa. I mean, that that's... That's what we're speaking on, and we're right. talking right. about the power within that that still exists today. If black people had received some type of reparations for the things that had happened to us, maybe we'd get over it. Wait, so but are the you fact saying that if an Asian guy calls you the N word, you don't mind, but if a white guy well, calls you, well, the to, no, to, I mean, to that, to that I'm, point, I'm yeah, but, that point, but then it gets to who can use it and who can't. But to that point, to that point, I was in Jersey City last year. Uh, a, a group of Asian kids seemed well off, seemed pretty well taken care of. Some good Asian kids riding their bikes. One of them crashed. His friends, in an, in a very endearing, caring, loving way, said, "Yo, you alright, ma?" Yep. Right. I've seen. But that's it was no. It was no hatred. In, it was no hatred attached to. He wasn't talking to somebody black. He was talking to another Asian, and he said in a very caring, endearing way, "Hey, are you all right, my?" And that's what I'm saying is that it's not the words, it's the meaning behind the words. Yes. No, I um, think white people should never use Okay, Professor, what about that? It doesn't matter how yeah, they disrespect I, I, you, it's that they're disrespecting you. Right. That's it, my it, beef. Exactly. I don't I care don't if you call me a jigaboo or a. You call, or if you call a me Hakeem okay. and shoot me, if don't get rid of my name. That's my name. You say Jesse um, with a Okay, one at a time, one at a time. Professor, Professor. I mean, one of the things we have to do is live with contradiction. You can't erase the pain that that word had in terms you? of not just what went on in slavery, even more after slavery. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you can't erase the fact that a lot of the best, most powerful hip-hop uses that word in an empowering way. Right, because and artists, because hey, let me just jump in here, because there are hip-hop artists who believed that taking that word and owning it and turning mm -hmm. it into something else and using it as their own took away the stigma, took away the pain, and took away the negative connotations can, of it. Can I Re return but, it back to its origin? So Let, re actually, not, okay. not, right. not change it, but return it back to. Someone but do you think hip-hop artists are thinking about its origin no, when they no, use no, it no, in their no, lyrics? No, 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 no. It's not about, we do a lot of things during the course of the day that we're not thinking about, right? We're not constantly thinking about it. But my thing is to inspire truth in people. When I see you, I see a queen. When I see him, I see a king. When I address you, no matter what comes out of my mouth, I'm going to respect you as a queen and a king. And that's going to translate into how I speak to you. But that, right, let's but go that, has, but that has nothing me, to do with the word. That has to do with something right, inside you. Exactly. Like, I've had but people you know, make fun of me for being a scientist, and they say it like it's the N-word. Like, I, 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 it's, it's, again, I keep saying, is that, like, you know what? If we're going to try to tell people what they can and can't say, you're going to fight resistance. You have to talk them into being more respectful and say, you can say whatever you want. You might get a slap in the mouth. You might lose your friends. You might lose all your sponsorships, like Paula Dean. You can say whatever you want. It's America. But it's America. And we can it, react. It, and there will, right, there will let's be consequences. Let's go to John. Let's go to John. Oh, 
I'm sorry. Uh, John from Harlem, you're on You're on the air. Go right ahead. Hello? Yeah, John? Yeah. Is this John from Harlem? Yeah. Yeah, go, you got to turn <laughs> the radio down in the background, V. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Can't say the S word either. I know. <laughs> keep the Sesame Street. Hello? Okay. Well, what's your question or comment? Um. Well, my comment on it is, regardless of the fact people using the N word, it's gonna be used even if you don't want them to use it. Mm-hmm. And our our young people, as basically like, I have a little brother. He's fourteen years old. He uses the word. I grew up using the word. And it's, it's not going to be, even if it's going to be bent, it's going to be used regardless. Like, it's going to be used no matter what you say about it or, like, huh? That's, I, I got a lot of thinking on my head. Like, I, I got a lot of comments about it. Like, I just... I just can't. All right, wait well, you dropped a lot of them on us. Let, let me uh, let me keep it moving here. I, I can't wait till we get to a point where we see ourselves through our own eyes and we stop seeing ourselves exactly. through how other people perceive us. Oh, gospel preach! Man. But my question is: Is it okay for non-blacks to use it? Well, there, there, there you go. go. It's okay. Uh, like I was it, in the it, store yesterday in Soho, and French Montana's um, "I Ain't Worried About Nothing" was on, and I heard you know a non-black, you know, what I'm saying. Using the word, she was repeating the lyrics, and it caught me off guard. Regardless of what we're saying now, it did. It caught me off guard. That's the question. That's the question. They're going to use it, but knowing like there are certain folks, I know that they they don't react well around that word, and I respect them. So I'm not going to use it because I don't want to disrespect them. Okay, but but if the word, let me ask. Go ahead, Professor. Okay, let me. Okay, here I am. I'm coaching Sandlot baseball, an almost all Dominican team. The first baseman makes this incredible leaping catch, and another one Dominican kid says about him in the dugout that N uh, has mad ups, Joe. <laughs> uh, now, is there? I don't see anything negative about that, but I damn sure saw it in what Riley Cooper did. Hell yeah! Is it in the eye of the beholder? I mean, is it, it in the in the eye of the user you, of who uses it? There's a YouTube clip of the national spelling bee, right? The national spelling bee. The young boy gets the word N E G U S. He pronounces it like we say the N word, right? <laughs> so he doesn't know. He's like he's he's shook because he doesn't want to say the word, right? Mm-hmm. So he asks the the the, um, the presenter, the host, to the definition. He says, "King, Most High, Ruler of Ethiopia, until the coup of 1974." He said, "Can you use it in a sentence?" He said, "The N word ruled Ethiopia until the coup <laughs> of 1974." Please, everybody listening to this show, YouTube, Negus N E G U S spelling bee. And that's going to tell you what the word itself means, not, not how we're using it, mm-hmm. what it means. All right, what it means. Okay, 1-800-223-9797. You're listening to was, Hot Night. We, guys, we need to take a short break. Sorry about that. Yeah, we go. 1-800-223-9797. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter. Oh, you can tweet us, too. We'll check out uh, what's happening on Twitter, too, at Lisa Evers. And also, when we come back, I'm going to ask every single one of my guests the question that Mara just raised. What about if you're listening to a hip-hop song in public or with friends, the N-word is in the song, 
and you're singing along like we all do to the hip hop songs, <laughs> and you're not black or you're not 100% black. Are you allowed to use it? I'm going to ask my guests what they think of that when we come back. And of course, you 1 800 223 9797 N word. What are the rules for using it? Who can use it? Who can't? Give us a call 1 800 223 9797. Let me remind you, Hot 97 is presenting Drake in concert along with Miguel and Future. We've got your free tickets all weekend long, October 27th at the Prudential Center, October 28th at Barclays Center. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. We're back right after this. Hot 97's on the Reggae Tip Live. The biggest underbody show in the world. Check out the lineup. Yo, this is Shuggy. Shuggy, yeah. Mr. Bombastic. Me and my father performing live. I'm so special, so special, so special. This is me, man. You want the proper fix? Call me. Yo, it's your boy, Sham. Shimmy's a rebel. Says she's stressed. Yo, this is Steve Marley here. Yo, and Dina Juna Gang Marley. The Marley's with the Ghetto Youth Crew. Yo, this is Conscience performing all my hits. I act here. And Allison Hines. Friday, August the 30th. Hammerstein Ballroom. Turn up to lit bump. Buy tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Or you can win them on Hot 97. Made hot by Nutriment. Fuel your now. Michelob Ultra wants to know, what's your ultra life? My college buddies get together for a golf bonanza to climb pyramids in Guatemala. The ultra life is all about getting out and having fun. With one exceptionally smooth taste and only 95 calories and 2.6 carbs, Michelob Ultra helps you do just that. What's your ultra life? Tell us at Facebook.com slash Michelob Ultra. Enjoy responsibly. Michelob Ultra light beer, 95 calories, 2.6 grams carbs, 0.6 grams protein, and 0 grams fat per 12-ounce serving. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to get started flipping houses right here in New York and New Jersey? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple two-step system for flipping houses right here in the local area. Our team is led by Than Merrill, the star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. Than and our team are looking for a handful of people in the New York and New Jersey areas who want to learn the system we've used to flip hundreds of properties over the years. New York and New Jersey are the perfect markets for our system. And next week, we're holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you can learn how to get started flipping homes and buying and holding properties utilizing other people's money. This is perfect if you're presently in real estate or if you're just simply tired of watching Watching other people make money in real estate. Interested candidates can get two free tickets to the workshop by calling 1 800 591 2344. Seating is extremely limited, so call right now to get your two free tickets at 1 800 591 2344. That's 1 800 591 2344. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Samuel Adams. Why is Boston Lager loved by beer drinkers? And maybe it's the deep amber color. Or the head so thick you can float a bottle cap. Or maybe it's just a freaking good beer. Feeling good today. When do you crave a refreshing iced tea? Twisted Tea wants to know. The next time you want that same satisfying refreshment, but with a kick, grab a Twisted Tea. The refreshing hard iced tea that tastes like real iced tea. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. I like saving money. I mean, it's not like I have a purse stuffed with coupons or... Okay, I do. The other day, I went into Wells Fargo to get help with a loan. Good news. You qualify for our double discount promotion. For a limited time, get double the interest rate discount we normally give on select new loans and lines of credit just for being a checking package customer. And the best part? I didn't even need a coupon. Come to Wells Fargo to discuss how the double discount promotion can help with the interest rate on your new loan or line of credit. Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far. Subject to credit qualification, Wells Fargo Bank N.A. 
Western beef where you shop much more for less. Check out this week's specials. Fresh quarter chicken legs, 48 cents a pound. Canilla rice, 20 pound or Western all gallon, $5.99. Eddie's ice cream, 48 ounces for $2.88. Fresh boneless beef shoulder London broil, $2.98 a pound. Del Monte yellow bananas, 49 cents a pound. Assorted Pepsi, two liter, three for $3. Western beef wishes all a fun and safe Dominican Day parade. Have you heard about Millennium Honda's bye-bye program? They know time is money. Buy your Honda from them and they will save you both time and money. Take my word for it. Millennium Honda makes everything easy and affordable. Like I said, Millennium Honda always has their best prices, lowest payments, and now make sure you get to their service department for all your needs. And make sure to take advantage of the extended hours and the $8.95 oil change. Where else takes care of you like that? Millennium Honda, 286 North Franklin Street in Hempstead, Long Island. Check out these hot summer deals at Millennium Honda in Hempstead or visit MillenniumHonda.com for details. Did you know that grabbing a water instead of a soda can keep your skin clear and your body fit? Change one thing. Make a healthy choice today. The Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program provides nutrition assistance to people with low income. It can help you buy nutritious foods for a better diet. To find out more, contact 311. Brought to you by Food Bank for New York City. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people. Only on Hot 97. That's right. Only on Hot 97. I'm Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers. Google Plus. Instagram Lisa Evers Live. We're talking about the n-word mm-hmm. my question to our guests and also to you is with hip-hop people sing along the lyrics we all do you saw i mean it's summer jam that was like everybody's yeah. singing along in the stadium and people are using the n-word in this in the music which is part of the culture and but is it okay to use the n-word when you're singing along if you're not black that's what i want to know 1-800-223 <laughs> i'm asking you what is the etiquette well, of that I, I, one hold on one second one 800 i also want to give you a heads up on two topics that are coming up very in the very near future here on hot 97 street soldiers uh next week we're going to be talking about the prison culture what is it like when you get out now what is the current climate what's happening in our jails and prisons mm. if you are sentenced if you were recently sentenced if you have recently come home uh, we'd like to hear from you. Hit us up, Lisa, at Hot97.com. That's Lisa at Hot97.com. Or you can call Angelique, our producer right now, at 1-800-223-9797 and tell her you want to give her your name and your number. We'll get back to you. And also, we're going to be talking about sex for cash. Mm. Apparently, there's a lot more of this going on than... Uh, Anybody really wants to admit to the sugar baby phenomena? Oh, and and we got to find a name for the guys because there's a bunch of guys that are doing it too. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Sex for cash. If that's... Oh, that's a good one. Wait, wait. Clean language. Clean language. Send us... A, send us... A, easy, easy. Send us an email, Lisa, at hot97.com. Joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers, Hakeem Green, Green from the hip-hop group Channel Live, talking about the origins of the N-word. Jesse Martin, a biomedical engineer with a lot of different opinions and perspectives and a stand-up comedian. Uh, Precise is with us. He is a hip-hop activist, a.k.a. Rashid Littlejohn. Also on the on the phone is our professor, Dr. Mark Nason, um, African-American studies at Fordham University. Amara is with us. She's a syndicated entertainment columnist and also an attorney. Amara, you had a point about well, uh, yeah, the use I, of the N-word. One of the things that concerns me with this argument that people always make that, you know, the N-word no longer has the negative meaning that it once had is that it's starting to show up in our court system. Now, one case I was reading, I no longer practice law, but I still keep up with, you know, 
cases as you know at catch my eye because this one in particular caught my eye because it's i think it happened in florida and what happened was a white guy assaulted a black guy and in the process he called the black guy the n-word so the state was prosecuting it as a hate crime huh. and one of the arguments that the white guy's lawyers were making was you know with the um, prevalence of the n-word in popular culture particular in hip-hop and with comedians that it no longer had carried the same amount of weight Wow. That's the argument that they were making wow. as to why it shouldn't in be court. considered a hate crime. Yeah, and, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but a hate crime is on a higher level than a simple assault. Mm-hmm. In other words, you okay. could do like Crazy. 10 extra years or how yeah. many, you, you can do a lot more time yeah. for a hate crime. Yeah. Right. Like if it's just a plain assault, it's one thing. If it's assault as a hate crime, it's much more serious. Right. And I, I don't, can't remember the outcome of this case. Like, you know, a lot has happened in the last few days. <laughs> but I want to say that the judge didn't buy that argument. But at what point will judges start buying that argument? You know what I'm saying? I think it's a slippery slope when you start making that argument that, oh, it no longer carries the same amount of weight. You know, it's no longer negative. It's a term of endearment. It's a slippery slope. Well, that's like a slightly different issue. Because you got to get on the mic there, Jesse. Oh, it's a slightly different issue, right? Because it encompasses more than just the N-word. You know, it includes like, you know, beating up on gays, like assaulting women. You know, like where, where do we draw the line in general? That's actually a very good question. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask yourself is like for instance like yeah we talk about the n-word in rap songs what about bitch what about yeah, right, the b-word the b-word let me just say to my guests and my callers any slur words let's refer to the first Sorry. initial only please it's sunday, <laughs> sunday morning we're on broadcast radio yeah um anyway well, one, one thing, I'm sorry. go ahead professor oh yeah one thing that's really interesting in terms of hip-hop is can you name me one white rapper who has any respect who has used the word eminem never used never. it well, never Beastie boys not, yeah, never did, used it that is not accidental that's like the only but, but i think I I, to, to, show respect for the to, respect to, for the culture yeah. to your point because they have respect they understand the power of the word and they have respect for the people around them because that's they why they don't use them. it but now if you if you've done that history you you have that respect it's going to come across whether you use the word or not. If you're a white person and you're singing your favorite rap song and you say the word because you're singing along, but you treat the people around you with respect and, they, and mm-hmm. love and they know that, you're not going to have yeah. problems. Now, if you walk into a foreign environment and you use it and they don't know who you are, you might have problems. Is so that, you might want to censor yourself. That gets what about, what about that past. precise? That gets into the idea of the past because there are some black guys or black black people who have friends that are not black. And within that circle, they talk a certain way, use the language, use the N-word. And in that circle, it's no disrespect. It yeah. come, It's cool. But if they step out of that circle of those friends in, into another circle yeah. or in, around other people and use that word and something happens, it's because maybe they felt too comfortable or, yeah. or they're going to have to check out of, of I have that. white friends that don't like when I use the word and they've asked me not to say it around them. I mean, I don't care because I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's not your you know. jurisdiction. But at the same point, <laughs> I'm like, right. I understand not to say it around people that don't like hearing it. All right, and it really comes down, it's not about race, it's about respecting your fellow my, human beings. Once right, you good. find out what the word means, white people generally don't like to call you. As soon as they find out what it really means, like, oh, it means king? <laughs> I know, there you go on the king thing. Let's go to let's go to different. Right I've been calling you my king this whole time. <laughs> Diff, you're on the air. Go right ahead. Hello. Hello. Is is your name Diff? Yeah, that's me. Okay, sorry. You're on the. Air. <laughs> All right, I'm talking to you. Um, good morning, and you're on Hot 97. What's your question or comment? Uh, my question is that you know how come it's, some people find it acceptable to use it in some settings in terms of endearment, and um, use it ubiquitously, you know? You use it in every other word, 
you know, they call everybody that, but if somebody that's uh, white calls them that, it's a big thing, like Paula Dean. She said it 30 years ago, and uh, she lost her career over it. But, you know, in every other rap song, commercial, everybody's my, you know, my N-word. Because I mean, Paula Dean expressed how she right. saw us as slaves. There, there was a little the more of the, Paul, yeah. the Paula Dean thing as well, and it was part of a discrimination sh- uh, suit. Our associate yeah. producer, Angelique Tyree, what's going on with uh, Twitter? Okay, so your Twitter, it's pulling up, Lisa. Um, we have one tweet from at Rhonda underscore J who says, I think when it comes to any word, the N word or the B word or any word, it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. Mm. Another response that we got was from at Only Explicit, which says, words by themselves are powerless. It's the meaning behind the word that matters. If you mean no, no disrespect when saying it, um, if you mean it's like my homie or bro or friend, it's perfectly fine. All right, great. Thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Ray from New York. Ray, hi. You're on uh, Hot 97 Street. So yeah, just how you go doing? Ahead. All right, how are you? Okay. Now, I need to speak to the gentleman who, uh, who he says he has the origins of the word. It does not mean king, sir. Now, sir, I know exactly what you're doing. I found an article similar to that this, this week because on another station they brought that up. So I looked up the word Naga. Naga mm-hmm. refers Serpent to kings. a cobra. A king cobra snake used in Burma and parts of India. Right now, the no. word negus, N-E-G-U-S, used to E sounds like an A. It does mean king and geese. Can I, but can, you pronounce can it I speak with to that? an A sound. Now, sir, I okay. studied with Dr. John Henry Clark. I studied with Dr. Ben. ben Ivan Van Serma, I studied Gerald. with Dr. Ivan Serma. Mm-hmm. I've read the books of Gerald Massey. Gerald Massey. I got Gerald um, Massey myself. I was church for it. Now, I, church I for it. studied yeah. Dr. I also read the books of Budge, which if, Albert you Budge. if you don't know very much about Kimmett, Albert Budge. then yeah, you book of the have dead. someone study with you. But I've been studying Kimmett for over 30 years. Book okay, okay, okay you guys, I don't want to, listen, I don't okay. want to get through, Ray, okay, you're sure. obviously, wait, hold on, hold yes. on. You're, you're obviously very well read and very well educated. And very passionate. And very passionate. Yeah. What bothers you? I don't want damage. I, he is giving you misinformation. No, I'm not. So what bothers you? What bothers you the most? What bothers you the most about this? Not mean king. If you go around, now I'm gonna tell you. If you came up to me and you used that, you'd be on the floor. Okay. You'd be on the floor. Anybody. You'd be in jail for assault. You are lying to the people. You'd be in jail for assault. But why does this upset? Why does this upset? And you should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed of yourself. Can I cut that? He's got. I got to give him a chance to respond. Okay. Now there, there are a group of. Uh, it's a, a group of people out of Asia called Naga, and they were called Naga. I know that. Can I, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish, dude? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, Ray, let him let him let him defend himself here. The Naga were a very righteous, upright group of people who had mastery of the serpentine energy force. I know who when those people urban, are. When that serpentine energy force okay, culminated now, at now the, I'm way out yeah. of my... Okay. serpentine <laughs> energy force culminated now at I'm the really penal treading water here. But no, listen, you're going to... I can't get into the serpentine energy No, watch. I only have like 15. Let me get it out. The phones that were about to shut down the entire station because there's so many phone calls coming in. Real quick, Hakeem, and real quick, Raiden. When you saw them with the cobra okay, on the time headdress, out, time out. they were called Naga that okay. represent the serpent. All right, Ray, what what upsets you? Just quickly, aside from the history, which, like I said, obviously you, you both are very well-educated men. What upsets you the well most? I am. He's not. What? Oh, hey, right. come on. Let's have a okay, what, 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 what upsets you the most That's about the use the of the word, word, the N-word? First of all, it's a disgusting, filthy word. Look, when you go around calling a Jewish person those those nice, nasty names, you know what happened on your station. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be on that station. Which I have a <laughs> close friend who's Puerto Ricano. 
he, I, he has never used the N-word with me. I have never used that S-word with him. I have a Jewish friend who's over 90 years old and, all, and almost got... He, st- he graduated high school at 15 and was teaching at NYU when he was 22. He has never called me an N. I have never used any nasty words with him. Now, the thing is... This dude coming on this stage and trying to say, oh, the word, it, it, it doesn't mean what it means. Do you know there are black men and women still being lynched today in this country? That's and right. you've got the nerve, the nerve to come on this stage and say it's okay. You. Okay, he's you, so you, you, you know what? People like, it is people like you, you, that black folks trying to get ahead. And you give <laughs> white people and every other ethnic group. Okay, Ray, that's that's pretty strong. Ray, that's pretty strong. And and Akeem is considered one of the more conscious rappers and one of the one of the uh, originators (laughs) in hip hop. So, Hakeem, real 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 quick, okay? Yes, ma'am. Old I'm just saying, he's saying, he's saying you're, you're basically... And that's probably old generation. You're basically generation. trying to do exactly right. what it seems, yeah, the no, opposite no, of what no, you're no, trying to... No, guys, is, one at a time, perception. please. It's please. perception. It's, it's perception, right? Um, and he's I'm saying, not say, he's saying I'm not the say, word should not be used, period, period, end of story. That's what he's saying. What do you think of that viewpoint? I'm all with freedom of speech. Okay. Yeah. Period. Can I say one thing? So am I. Go ahead, precise. Precise. I just want to say hip hop does not speak for the black culture. Thank you. But people are under mistaken belief that it does. Hip hop is one voice of the culture. Hip hop is also inspired by the streets. So this stuff is already happening in the streets. Hip hop sees what's happening and we put it in our music. Yeah, but precise. You look at the biggest. You look at the biggest artists right now. You look at the biggest stars. You look at the commercials. You look at the who's got the biggest. Uh, f- following fans, everything buzz. A lot of it's coming from hip hop. No, that's the rap. Hip hop versus the rap music business. That's not hip hop. That's the rap music business. Okay, that's a different show. Let's go. Okay, all right. A lot of them, and they have money to spend. Time out. Time out. I gotta go to the phones before the phone lines just burn up. Let's go to Liberty from New York right now. Liberty, hi. You're on Hot 97. Hey, what's up? Um, I just wanted to give my opinion, like. I feel like the word, like, we earn the right to say that word because, oh, yeah. like, what have we been through in the history that we have? And I'm like, I'm I'm with the young generation, so I do say the word properly, but I don't, I don't mean it in a way where, like, I'm, I, I mean to hurt anybody or I'll be like, hey, what up, homie, what up, what up, what up? But I feel like we earn the right to say that word because amongst our black people, like, we say, everybody's always concerned about what we're saying, but when we go to a Spanish, we can't go to a Spanish person and call them certain names because we'll get beat up, or we can't go to a Ku Klux Klan rally and not expect to be walk up in there and say, hey, what up, all do that, and not expect <laughs> <to get laughs> So, like, we earn the right to say certain words. Everybody's concerned about what we're saying, but, like, it's just... It's not just word, but like I just wanted to say my opinion. Like I feel yeah. like no, you're uh, liberty. Right. No, you said very well. Thank you. For, thank you very much for the call, Jesse. You want to say something that I, I feel really strongly about on this? And you know, a lot of the hip hop stuff, you know, like a lot of different hip hop songs, a lot of songs in general, you hear people saying the f word for uh, for gay people. And I don't know if a lot of people know where that comes from. Pile that of comes sticks. from yeah. Okay, let's not go now. Can I just say something? What she just said. Now, what bothered me about that? She said we earned the right to say the word like it's an award or something. It's no, it's, it's nothing like, positive about the no, word it, in it my means, eyes. You know like what I'm saying? When, like when Jewish, right when, when young Jewish, ne- never call a young Jewish girl a J word, okay. right? Mm-hmm. But they call themselves that all the time. Wait, what is this? I mean, right, let's, let's go to Charles from. I'm going to Charles from Harlem. Charles, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. 
Hello? Yeah, Charles, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Yes, what, I, what I'm saying now, um, basically, is that generally, I'm from Harlem. I was born and raised as a um, black man. The N-word, to me, was expressed to people, to black females and males that's having a hard time financially. So I really don't think it's the word. I think what should be addressed mm. is the financial. Yeah. This country was, we started wrong, and to this day, you can see an obvious difference between Harlem and Midtown. Mm-hmm. We mm. fix that, the word goes away itself. It's obvious, it's not going away. We we put a lot of emphasis on using the word, who uses it, but nobody's really correcting the problem where it came from. It came Hard from on. black people just having a hard time, and that still exists. So the word's still going to exist. I want to make an observation real quick, and I know I'm probably going to get some flack from this, but I notice, depending on what circle I am, that certain blacks use it more than others. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm around my... For example, say it, speak freely, please. Yeah, when I'm around my friends who are, you know, on the same level of education as myself, I'm a law school educator from Wake Forest University in North Carolina. They don't use it as often as, like, say my friends who don't have as much education. From the hood, yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, but then are still in the hood, it, right? Ca- having a, having expanded vocabulary helps you in my use more words. Like having an extensive yeah. vocabulary helps you get out. So when you're locked in into a block, you and you don't leave your block. Whatever the influence on that block is, is what you're going to. So if that's all you're hearing constantly, mm-hmm. that's what you're but going to do. But don't sit here and say that people are using the N word now because they don't have education. Yeah. That no, doesn't no, exactly, even make sense. Exactly. I, I know people, plenty the, of the, college The key, the key to the N word is know the, the power of what that word is. Know where it comes from. Study and research the history. If you're an adult, you have children, sit them down and let them know what that word means. I if agree. they go out into the world and decide to use it, whatever the consequences come along with that is up to them. If they exactly. want to use it as my homie or if they want to be somebody that's non-black and use it in a negative way because I don't believe black people can use the n-word to one another in a negative way I just it doesn't make it's we already on the side of the fence no I've heard a black person use the I n-word in a disparaging way no, towards they, another they black person they could have replaced that n-word with any other word and, and it still would have been disparaging way. and you know what and I also you black so and so there was a time we couldn't call each other black if we called each other black it'd be a fight Not but, then, but then James Wait, Brown said say it loud I'm black and I'm proud and that Change the word black and how we embrace. There was a time you couldn't call an African American an African. We couldn't be called Man, they will cut you. Mm-hmm. You call them African. Mm-hmm. Then we did the knowledge yeah. and we respect our origins oh, and we embrace yeah. it. Yes. That doesn't mean you call yourself African. It's understanding that's the source of everything. Okay, Mara. Now, I just wanted to make an observation about an interview that I read about the other day with Fat Joe. They were asking him about the use of the N-word, and he you know, was explaining why he used it and why he felt he had the right to use it. And then he went on to say that he had a white friend who uses it as well. And he justified it by saying that, oh, well, you know, my white friend is, grew up around black people. He's married to a black woman. He's into hip-hop. Now, where do we draw the that's line? His, if that's his passing exactly. Exactly. No, no, I mean, I don't think it's a regional thing, too, this. because if you go down south, I don't, I don't care how no, close you are to a white person. He's not using the n-word in germany in, in germany in the south that's a no no you're right no you're, you're, you're right though you're right in 2013 in germany the proper term for an african person of african descent is n-e-g-g-a-r do not call them black you call them an n-e-g-g 
That's the pronunciation of it. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna reserve your, judgment. You have your on friend calling the show. I, I, I don't right. want anybody. Try, don't be <laughs> trying it. Don't be trying it anywhere. Jump on about one thing. Don't precise. Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh, I, I think the main point that we all keep trying to make, and Mara, I totally understand where you're coming from and agree with the points that you're making. But there's one thing is that we keep trying to draw the line. Like we're the victims saying, no, this is how much abuse I'll take from you. But what you really have to understand is that it's up to each individual. Each one of us is strong enough to say, I don't want to be treated like that. If you say that around me, then you're not going to be able to interact with me the way that you want to. That's just, it's just it. Like the, we don't have to draw a line for all of us. We have to draw a line for each of us. And each of us has just as much control. What, what happens when you try to call a white person the C word? You know what I'm talking about. I don't about. know. I've never called a white exactly, person Exactly, because it has no effect. It's like throwing rocks at a tank. It's now, crazy. I've seen a white person get called that word. Now, yeah. they took well, we heard it. 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 I think people would take offense by it. Yeah, that was almost But do we know what the word cracker means? Do you know what the word cracker means? Do we know what the word cracker means? We don't even know. I don't know. When you're driving down south, you see those cracker barrel stores. That's all I can say. The cracker was the point of the I, I've been in the South and we've done some, you know, we've done work in the yeah. South and I've been mm-hmm. down there visiting friends and stuff too. It is a totally different thing. It really you is. don't think, and I don't think that's why I'm speaking. I'm speaking from the point of a Southerner. This no. is how, but, but totally we're still all people. I'm, totally still, I'm saying the yeah, main well, point I'm trying to make here that. is that there's a lot and of people right. that you're don't want right. to hear that word. Right. And it is uh, the onus is on the person who wants to say it. You're saying make sure you know who you, precisely. Yeah, are you saying make sure you know who you're around. Yeah. And is I mean, that what it is? Sitting in a lab meeting, I'm talking Cooper like a hoodlum. Comment. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm speaking it's, the way I have to. And then speak. when you okay, hold on, hold on one second. Let's talk about the Riley Cooper. How, Professor and then Mel Gibson a few years ago when you heard the audio, he was using that in a lot of words. He was like, he was, he was kind of crazy. He was basically going off on everybody. Hey, Professor, Professor, what we say about the Riley Cooper? This is a football player. The Philadelphia Eagles football player. If Riley Cooper were in a multiracial group of players in the locker room and everybody's teasing and use that word, that would be one thing. Mm -hmm. He's with an all-white group at a country music concert using it against black security guards. That's something completely different. And And that is... Oh, good point. Good point. Because he said my end to the security guards. He's basically ends get out of my way. I'm I'm coming I'll through. Fight. So, so I'll like fight. There was no way you can justify yeah, what exactly he said in that context. <laughs> okay, I need one person to talk at a time. Sorry, okay, I'm getting uh, a headache. Uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Professor. Yeah, I mean, when I heard the context, I said that is the exact historic use that white people mm-hmm. used mm-hmm. to keep black people in a subordinate position. He wasn't teasing with his locker room teammates. Mm -hmm. And that's why his teammates saw that and said, okay, I want to have nothing to do with this guy. Mm -hmm. All right, that's a good good point and that's a good example because if he's in the locker room, a diverse locker room, and they're going like, Riley, my end, what a catch. That was a great catch. That's a whole different thing. Or he's using it, but then in the context where he, it, it was like in the Paula Dean tone, like you're my servant. Yeah, you know, that's right. You're you're my servant, and mm-hmm. I'm your overseer. Yeah. I'm your master. Right. Get yeah. out of my way. So he's and saying it boils down to intent, right? Because of right. where you exactly. came from. Yeah, I think the intent even revolves within white people, especially because of the history of how they use the yes. word in this country. So if an Asian person walked in the studio and said my N word, I 
maybe wouldn't think of it as quickly as of a white person because I have history of how white people no, have so used it laugh. against me. Right. So I don't think white people. people. Okay, guys, so I, w- I wish we had more so time brilliant. for this. I wish we had time for this because we have a million more phone calls. Jay James. Uh, Mano, Pharrell, Michael, everybody, Junior, Black everybody God. on the phone. <laughs> that uh, we can't get your calls. I'm so sorry about that, nug, Professor nug. Nathan. Thank you so much Bobby for being Doom. with us. Oh, this was what a great show. Thank yes. you so much. I appreciate it. Hakeem Green Channel Live. Love being here. We we appreciate having wow. you, uh, Jesse Martin. This was really great. Okay, great. precise awesome. Rashid, precise yes, little yeah. John. Thank you for being with us, and Mara. Thank you so much for being thank with you. us. Thank you. We appreciate you know, it. Thank everybody. you. Very and also, I, thank you. And I want to I want to let you know next week prisons. If you just came home or you're about to go in we'd love to hear from you hit me up lisa at hot97.com or give us a call right now 1-800 i don't know if you're going to get through on the line though 1-800-223-9797 hit me up on twitter at lisa evers google plus lisa evers instagram lisa evers live but the email's the best because we do go through all the emails you send us lisa at hot97.com and uh prisons jail did you just come home? Are you about to go in? We want to hear from you. We're going to talk about what the reality is right now. Does hip-hop, does not just hip-hop, but popular culture, movies, TV, these TV shows, documentaries, do they glorify prison culture? Mm. We're going to be talking about that with you and our guests next Sunday, so make sure you stay tuned for that and hit us up, Lisa, at hot97.com. We want to thank our sponsor, Nutriment. This episode of Street Soldiers made hot for you by Nutriment. Fuel your now, and of course, Thank you to my whole crew here at Hot 97. Oh, and I got to say a big happy birthday shout out to Shawnee Culture. That's coming this, uh, yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, to happy, happy birthday, birthday to Shawnee Culture. And a uh, big party. He's doing a big party, doing it up big. He does it up big every Thursday night at Katra, but this Thursday is supposed to be extra, extra crazy. So um, happy birthday Can to I you. One more point and in? thanks to, sorry, babe, we're out of time. Look Thank at you, you, my executive. <laughs> turn the mics up, please. <laughs> The executive producer, we don't have time. Executive producer, Tone Capone. Our associate producer, Angelique Tyree. Our board op, TJ. Our production supervisor, Andrew Varis. Um, please check me out on the Fox 5 News at 6 and 10 tonight. 5, 6, and 10 during the week. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. That's racist. Ladies and gentlemen, let me explain to you. Black people and Jewish people have a lot of things in common. In fact, I broke down a quick top five for you. Number five. Love for the arts. We love the arts. Music, dance. Black people create arts and Jews pay for it. Number three. The painful history that we have both survived. Slavery. Holocaust. I don't know why we're clapping for slavery on the Holocaust. <laughs> Number one. We're all loud. Jews are to the dinner table what black people are to movie theaters. <laughs> That's racist. The Hot 97 Morning Show. Make sure you listen weekday morning 6 to 10. Hurry in for the fall gap. 